You're listening to Rooted and Overflowing. Hi, I'm Letitia Evans, and thank you so much for dropping in for Rooted and Overflowing. Today, I'm excited to bring this episode. I will be interviewing a longtime friend of mine, Don Johnson. But before I get into it, I want to let you know that today's episode was recorded at the end of May and is finally being presented five months later. I don't like that it's taken me this long, but I'll be honest, it was tough. The interview wasn't tough, but the timing was. The end of May 2020 brought the brutal killing of George Floyd front and center. Another layer of concern was the subsequent collision of race, culture, and the church. With the global pandemic as the backdrop to this and several other recent killings of unarmed Black men and a young woman, I was without strength. I was stuck in the middle of wanting to take action, but simply not being in the mental or physical state to do it. And as I mentioned in a previous episode, I do have a story. And the pressure of the layers of the story is something that I found quite unbearable. But God is faithful, and I am thankful for the opportunity that in spite of it all, I've been able to rest and recharge and talk through my experiences. So certainly there will be more to come. But now, I am excited to present my conversation with Don Johnson. Don L. Johnson is the founder and CEO of the Victory Family Life Center, a brand new nonprofit organization that serves families in Dayton, Ohio, and surrounding areas. After being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, Don was inspired to write her first book, Laughing Through Adversity. It's here that Dawn demonstrates the value of persistence and resilience in accomplishing her God-ordained purpose. You can visit LetitiaEvans.com to order your digital or paper copy today. Dawn is a gifted and award-winning speaker and teacher who loves sharing God's word and God's love with people. Dawn completed three tours as a missionary to the Dominican Republic, where she helped build a school and went on to teach in the same school. You can probably tell by now that Don Johnson is a visionary and a servant leader. Growing up as an only child in a single-parent home, Don learned by her sweet mother's example to love family, love people, and love God. Without any more delays, let's listen in to my conversation with Don Johnson. Hi, welcome to this episode of Rooted and Overflowing. Today, I am in conversation with my dear friend. We go back uh, several years, and it's just several years um, from our time in Dayton, Ohio. At um, I was at Bethel Baptist Church, and Don, you'll have to remind me the church, the name of your church. Was it Mount Olive? Yes, at at that time, it was at my Olive Baptist Church under the pastorage of Reverend D. W. McFarland, who has now passed. That's it. That's it. All right. And I was at Bethel Baptist Church under uh, Reverend Charles Brown, Charles S. Brown. Uh, The two of us, we were Guild Girls. So we wore our our royal purple and white. (laughs) Awesome training during that time. Definitely, definitely. It most certainly was. Well, to my listeners, I am introducing you today to the one and only Don Johnson. Don is a dear friend, former Guild Girl uh, from the Ohio Baptist General Convention. Dawn has done some amazing things and um, she has a new book 
This is her debut. And so our conversation today, we will hear a little bit more about what Dawn has been up to. So Dawn, welcome, welcome, welcome to Rooted and Overflowing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So Dawn, what is the title of your debut book and what was the inspiration behind it? The title of my book is Laughing Through Adversity. And I have found over time, over over this 49 years, that whenever I have a struggle or strife or there's a problem, the best way for me to deal with it is laugh versus crying. And I'm so excited. I, I went through or going through adversity in regards to multiple sclerosis. And that kind of came out the blue and kind of shook me. I always felt that, you know, if you live right and do right, everything's going to be right. And I, I was completely thrown off of, off, off of my, my little soapbox when this came, because I was like, God, why me? I've done everything you told me to do. Why me? <laughs> so as I, as the book continued and um, as the Lord spoke to me, I kind of came up with that answer. And that's a part of the book. Chapter one is why me? That's it. That's it. And I do have my copy and what I have read so far, you are absolutely right. Even though things may not go how we want for them to go, in the end, we actually can look back and say, you know what, God God brought me through. He held me up. Well, I believe that um, it's imperative for God's people to realize that God is in control. And we, we say that, but we really don't grasp that. And in him being in control, he has um, already worked it out. Whatever situation appears to you that you are like a shook or shaken, um, God has already worked it out. And if we trust him and just flow through it and not fight against the lessons that you're learning, I promise it all goes well. When it's all said and done, it will go well. And God is going to get the glory and you're going to be A-OK. Now that... That is so true. It's tough to see it going in. God knows it can be so tough. Exactly. And there's a the older women of the church, you know, when we were when we were younger or children or well, we were children, teenagers, yeah. when, when we met. Yeah. You know, there there was a song and I, I I can't remember the whole song and I'm I'm sorry I can't I A I can't sing. But B, Oh listen. <laughs> but um it's you know you know, he saw me through, he, he brought me over, you know, and there's a poem that says, you know, um, Jesus footsteps, you know, Lord, why is there only one set of footsteps? And he was like, because I carried you. That's right. And he, and we don't realize through the drama, Mm. the upset, the hurt Mm. that God is carrying me. He's carrying me. And I'm, I'm so excited to have come through one of the trials. I'm sure there will be others. Right. But this one, I came through and I was like, I can look back. When I look back over my life and think things over, I can really see all the things that he's done. Girl, don't get me started. I can shout off of that right there. (laughs) 
Uh-huh. You know, it is it is amazing because yeah, when you're right in the middle of whatever it is, no, it does not feel good. You doubt the people around you. Mm-hmm. You doubt whether or not God cares. And um, I just thank God that he is, he is a strong and stable God mm-hmm. because in the middle of things, we don't always go through stuff the right way. We don't go through right all the time. Not at all. You know, we, we all. wonder if he's with us, wonder if he lied to us, wonder, you know, you just don't really care about everything. You know, you didn't answer my prayer. Why do I have to feel this? Because I really did. You know, there are some things, you know, that I've, that I've experienced. I really had to reckon with, you know, I think I felt like I needed a pass because, you know, God, I handled that well. <laughs> you know, and God is kind of like, oh, really? Amen. Like, why are you bringing me to this point, God? I did everything. I, I followed, I followed, I told the line, you know, with church and um, our, our, we were both in the Guild Girls and I followed it. And I, and I did, what was, what was it? Whenever a supervisor or a you know, someone that was in charge of us would say, you know, you, you say something, they say something and you're not pleased with what they say, but you always have to say, or you're a spirit of, I love to. And so I always, always, I, you know, I wasn't happy about going to every event that went on. I didn't want to spend my Saturday in the church, <laughs> You know, whatever they requested of me, I always responded, I love to. And I felt like because of the my beginning ages and, and growing up and having that spirit, that you're right, I should got a pass on this hard stuff that was coming my way. Uh, but the, the, the past, you know, I, Lord, thank you for whatever the struggle is. For me, it was multiple sclerosis. And the possibility of not being able to walk or not being able to do whatever they say that multiple sclerosis was going to bring. And I always, you know, just counted, uh, counted that the Lord, but Lord, you said, but Lord, you said, and correction, the first um, chapter of my book is what I was feeling was Lord, why me? But the actual title is Lord, do you know it's me? Because I'm like, it's it's me, it's me, it's me, oh God, standing in the need of prayer, it's me. I remember my grandfather, who was uh, Pastor Hall, L.M. Hall, he was my God or my adopted grandfather, and he preached a sermon, and his sermon was, and, and I don't know the title, but he preached about um, how God loves those that he adopts, that he, you know, that he adopts, and that when you're an adopted child of a family you cannot ever be disowned you can't ever you know they can't do whatever but you you know you in this you you can't get out of this I got you and I my grandfather preached that sermon and that's why I got such security as I went through the diversity and I could kind of laugh at it because God, you got me. I know you got me. It doesn't look like it to, in my eyes, but you got me. And so I just really thankful to God, A, for the um, our, our childhood and that the word of God was 
was taught and we practiced it and we remembered it because when I got old, oh my God, I needed it. <laughs> I needed to bring up the word because I was really ready um, to kind of lose it at times. But when it was all said and done, I was able to laugh and thank God for where I've been and where I'm going. Amen. Amen. What I have learned is that and that that temporary that temporary time, that storm that we encounter, you know, the things that God has to remove from us and, and reshape in us. Again, we don't see it when we're in the middle of it, but after we've gone through it and we see what the Lord had to work out of us in order for more of his grace and love and we see more of what he has to work in us. It's just stunning and it makes it worth it. You know, we don't think that there's anything wrong, but when God is like, oh, I have to, I have to work out, you know, there's a little bit of pride there that you're just not seeing. You know, there's, there's just all these different things that we just kind of felt like we're, we're okay. But, but God knows what's the things that are not beneficial that are working in us. And he knows what he needs to do in order to work those things out. And, and when it's all said and done, um, I, I used to think that um, <laughs> I was more or less perfect is what I thought. <laughs> and, and, and when it, when it all boiled down to, as I'm getting older now, um, I'm realizing that a, I'm not perfect. There's none perfect by the, but, but Jesus, a, I'm not perfect. And B, you're right. Um, Letitia, there are lots of things that he needed to work out of us. And sometimes we have to go through adversity in order for it to, to shine. Chapter two was about get your mind right. Get your mind right. And I had to get my right. I had to rethink something. I had to get my mind right. Don, get out the way. You know, we heard all the time, get off the throne. You know, you're on the throne. God needs to be on the throne. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like the nicest kid that I know. Like what? <laughs> but when it was all said and done, God, I, I'm off, Lord. I, I have no idea how to work this out. It's all you. And I apologize for putting Don on the throne when Don shouldn't have been there. So I'm just, I'm thankful, Tish, when it's all said and done. I'm, I'm just thankful. God is good. He's awesome. He's an awesome God. And um, I've learned Although it had to come through some adverse situations, God is in control and he has a wonderful plan for people's lives if we will just get out the way and let him work it. Mm -hmm. Well, Dawn, without giving away every nugget that's in the book, can you choose a couple of chapters um, in their titles and just expound um, a little bit on what's in store? Well, um, as stated, the first chapter was, uh, Lord, do you know it's me? Yes. And to, I came up with the answer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He knows it's me. He has a special purpose, a special call for my life. And I had to be shaped a little bit in order to get it out. So that was the answer that I got to, to chapter one. And then chapter two was get your mind right. And that was, and we spoke about that. That is just me having to rethink some things, A, about who I am and how great I thought I was, which, which I'm not. 
and and realizing that you know people out of love out of love you know people will blow your head up and if you're not real careful you're you're gonna believe it and you need to just believe what the word of the lord says is what i came up with i think it was philippians 4 8 finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honorable whatsoever things are just whatsoever things whatsoever things have a good report think mm-hmm. on these things and when you're going through adversity at times you hear what the doctors are saying or what family is saying or what other people are saying yes. but we always have to remember what god said about us in our situation yes um we have a tendency to believe a a doctor well the doctor said that possibly I wasn't going to walk anymore, that there might be mental um, issues where I wouldn't remember and I, you know, I wouldn't be able to do certain things. And that has all happened Mm -hmm. with other people in regards to MS. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not saying that those things could not happen, Mm -hmm. but what I am saying is that God is faithful and he's going to ultimately get all the glory and he's going to, allow you to work through a situation so that you're able um, to to do what he wants you to do and to share with the world about the goodness of Jesus Christ. And so I'm excited about that. I'm excited because chapter two was kind of difficult for me because I had to rethink some things mm-hmm. about my life. I was not perfect. I was not wonderful. I was just flawed mm-hmm. and I was not exactly what God needed uh, me to be. So I had to rethink some things. Mm -hmm. And then um, finally in chapter three, it kind of went back to who are you going to believe? You have to believe the report of the Lord Mm -hmm. if you want to get through it and get through it well. Mm -hmm. And then finally, um, chapter four was about changing your perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, just change the way you're thinking the way that you've been taught by the world may not be what God is wanting you to, um, to believe or to think or your perspective on the situation. And then finally, the last chapter was called through it all. And, um, through everything that has occurred, everything that has happened, Mm -hmm. I am, I am blessed beyond measure. I was living well, I was living la vida loca. I, I really was. I, I was happy. I, um, I, I had a great job. I, you know, I had bought a house. I had adopted a little girl. Mm-hmm. And although I had, I had to divorce, I, I was, I had divorced my husband at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that wasn't good. That was a, probably an adverse situation, but after all that, things were going well. I thought that everything that I wanted to hit, mm-hmm. get done. I wanted to buy a house. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted a, a child. And since I wasn't married any longer, I was like, okay, what's the best way for me to get one? Yes. <laughs> and I adopted a, a daughter. And I just thought I was doing everything right. Yes. But when God sends you through a situation or a trial or whatever... Mm-hmm. And you come out on the other end, you can't do anything but praise him. And that's how the book began, because I'm just thankful. My 
the type of person I am mm-hmm. is that I generally can find something funny in any situation. Yes. Um, and generally, if you catch me somewhere doing something, I, I'm generally laughing. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I remember with the Gill Girls, I was up on stage and I think I was the president of the youth department at that time for mm-hmm. the Ohio Baptist General Convention. Uh-huh. And I was up on stage and somebody said something, an older person uh-huh. who I thought was older at that time. They were probably young, uh, but at, at that time, <laughs> they were old, right? And uh-huh. so um, they had said something and I had a friend that was sitting in the audience and I was sitting on the stage. And so I don't know if you remember this, mm-hmm. but you remember how when we were kids, we used to put up like like just to see, like that was corny, right? Like, oh, yeah. corn. Yep. And, yeah. <laughs> and I had, I had done that and she happened to catch me, my friend. So we just laughed. We were having like the best of time. Like yeah. I'm supposed to be doing something on the stage and I'm <laughs> laughing. And um, I, I thought about all of those things that I, I thought were funny. They weren't funny, mind you, but right, right. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And how through all of my life, through all of the adverse situations, all of the my divorce, I did not think that was funny. Right. I I couldn't really laugh. I was devastated. Yeah. And my thought was, um, does he know who I am? Got I'm the best thing that ever happened to him. <laughs> I know? hear you. I hear you. And but you know what? I, I I still well I know why that that situation happened but yeah I learned so much and I'm so much better because of it. My next husband, whenever he shows up, I'm gonna do things differently. You know, Amen. um. So it was a lesson. This this MS like sickness. I never ever 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 mm-hmm. was sick. I never was sick as a kid. I right. always was healthy. And so when this sickness came, I was like. God, really? Yeah. Really, 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 really. Yeah. And then I, I've learned so much. To, mm-hmm. I, I'm so blessed. Even uh, yesterday, I went to go get my hair done. And I got up out the bed mm-hmm. to get dressed to go. And I couldn't walk. And I was like, mm. Lord, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing, I have a therapist that I do exercises. I'm mm-hmm. somewhat eating right. Probably should eat better. I but hear you. I'm doing exercises. I, I'm doing what you would have me to do. And yet I can't walk. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And so um, I I wasn't going to miss, during this time of Corona, yeah. I was not going to miss my hair appointment. Right. Because, yeah, I needed to go really badly. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So I, I forced it and I, with my walker. I walked into the hairdresser to get my hair done or whatever. And I'm thankful to God um, that I was able to go. Amen. And then as I got up to leave, once again, I can barely walk. And I was like, Jesus, literally calling on the name of the Lord as mm-hmm. I was walking from the from her chair mm-hmm. to the front mm-hmm. to get out and just calling on the name of the Lord. You know what, Tish? 10 years ago, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I wouldn't readily call on the name of the Lord. Wow. I would I would be upset. Why is this happening to me or whatever? I would have been upset. Yeah. But the Lord has allowed me to come this far and realize through God's grace mm-hmm. and his mercy, you are where you are. Mm-hmm. So, 
you're having difficulty walking today. Whatever. Praise God. You were able to go get your hair done. That was a request that you had. Praise God. You were um, your hairdresser and the people in the hair salon was like, okay, Don, we're going to, we're going to get you to where you got to go. They were willing to help and they had a wonderful spirit to do it, you know, and praise God. I mean, there were so many blessings in that. And we have to remember through every situation you go through, there's a blessing from God. If you, if you follow his plan. Oh my God. And that is, that is amazing. And, and to know that the sweet, sweet blessing that's in the midst of that, you know, just as you said, it's like, um, you know, just to know that God has kept you and graced you. And even um, with the people in the salon, they, they were there to, to help you mm-hmm. to get to where you needed to go. So you were able to accomplish that exactly. and God put it in their hearts, um, you know, to help you along with that. You know, humility is a great thing. And like you said, God has to, sometimes it feels like he has to nearly knock the wind out of us, you you know, in order to, in order to really get us, you know, to that place. So Don, what was the highlight of writing Laughing Through Adversity? The highlight of Laughing Through Adversity was the blessing that God gave. First, he allowed me to see all the things that I've been through and how he brought me out of the situation. He um, allowed me to accomplish lots of things I wanted to accomplish. I had um, withdrew or dropped out of college when I got married initially um, to my first husband because I'm waiting for my second husband to come. That's right. But my my first husband and I had dropped out of school at that time. Well, then I um, went ahead and went to work and whatever. But through this adversity of multiple sclerosis, I was able to get my undergrad degree, um, to get my master's degree. And now I'm going to begin working on my doctorate degree. And that all came from the adversity. Because I would have never gone back to school if that hadn't oh. occurred. Um, the book allowed me to see all of those things and mm-hmm. count it all for joy. You know, it might have seemed difficult to me at that time. Yes. And I thought it was so much. But when I started, to, when I wrote it down and, mm-hmm. I, and I thought about all the things that he's done, I realized that, um, you know, glory to God, it, it's, a, it's a joy. Everything that happened to me was a joy. Um yes. And I had to go through some things in order to see that. So I'm very thankful for this book. Um, and it then opened my mind to to figure out how we we're going to move forward. Yes. Fantastic. And congratulations even on um, just picking up that part of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. So Dawn, are you able to give us a sneak preview of what's to come? <laughs> It's funny that you say that. I um, When I finished uh, Laughing Through Adversity, I was like, Whew, I'm done. Thank you for it. <laughs> and I'm finished. However, <laughs> I, I got a moment to kind of rest once I got it published and it's out on Amazon and I, I was able to just like kind of rest. I thought about it and I, I looked at the book again and I was like, 
there's more that has to be written. And, you know, I was, wasn't really interested in writing it. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I did what I said I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. he was like, yes, and I have more for you to do. So mm-hmm. as I was um, preparing, um, mm-hmm. you know, just in, in general, I realized that um, I haven't decided if it's going to be a devotional. Okay. Um, joy through adversity or I hadn't decided if it's going to be a workbook to laughing to adversity. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't got a direct uh, direction from the Lord. However, mm-hmm. I know that there's more. Um, yeah. And there's one, maybe two more books. We, we'll see how it goes. What do you like most doing when you are not writing? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I, I laugh. I I apologize for laughing right in the middle. I would have I would have said um, previously. Like I I love to read. I used to love to read. I would finish a novel in like a couple of days. Uh-huh. Um, but with the MS, it um, has affected my sight. Okay. So whereas I I I can still see, but it's difficult for me to concentrate. Um, on on reading for extended amounts of time. So I, I enjoy Hallmark. Are you off the Hallmark Channel? Yes. And the and like the the what do you call it? Like the Christmas movies and the yes. Those, okay, that that's like my that's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Amen. That is like my favorite thing to do is to sit and watch movies. Now I know I need to be up doing something else. Yes, but, yes. But I, I love know. Christmas movies. And I'm like, John, what is wrong with you? Um, yes. So I can't like just sit down with a book as I as I used to like to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can, um, and, and there's still books that. I have a desire to finish or reread um, yes. and uh, T.D. Jakes and I can't remember the name, the title of it, but the, he has a book out that I thought was just awesome. Yeah. And um, as I had read it the first time, um, so I, you know, I'll probably reread that. Um, mm-hmm. There's just a lots of things that God is just awesome and, He's showing me new things to get into, and but yeah. most importantly, I I need to I need to to sit down with the outlines of those books. Yes. But then the Lord has then sent me on another path, and he had he had had told me this a while ago when I was working on my master's degree. Well, actually, probably in two thousand and 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 ten, um, that um. I didn't really know what he was saying, how he was saying it, but um, it came as the Victory Family Life Center. So that's my, the second, my second thing I'm working on is we are praying for a building and uh, working, doing ministry um, in any way that we can while we're while we're waiting on the building. We're not just not doing anything. We're we're doing something. Whether that be um, donating to a food pantry, or um, we did book bags for young people um, in West Dayton, part of West Dayton, or um, what else did we do? We did hats and gloves this winter for nice. um, young people. So there's always something for us to do. That's right. 
And, and it's awesome that God is giving you the strength and the grace, even through um, what you're contending with your health, to even have a vision and to make the vision come to pass. That is amazing. He is amazing. Yes. Oh, my God, you are right. You are absolutely right. So laughing through adversity, uh, listeners can um, visit Amazon.com. Is that right? That is correct. Yes. Okay. And I know there is the hardback um, version and I actually have the Kindle version. So yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got it um, on my Amazon Fire tablet. Don, this was a joy unlike any other. It has been so, it's just been great to, to talk with you. No, I'm so excited to have spoken (laughs) with you. Thank you. Yes. I mean, when I saw, I'm like, okay, Dawn has published her book. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. And I just knew, I'm like, this, this is something that, um, that I believe will help people because you have you have always been such a great leader, such a great example. I, I am so grateful for the opportunity, you know, to have learned how to serve the Lord at a young age, you know? Yes, I agree. So, and it has been a joy um, to watch you pave the way in, in many cases um, uh, when we were growing up as Guild Girls. You know, we've all, you, you were always such a great leader. You you were always so kind <laughs> as you are now. Uh, oh, listen. <laughs> I, I really am thankful. Um, Tish, you are, excuse me, Mrs. Letitia Evans, please forgive oh, me. Oh, listen. <laughs> um, you were always um, so willing to serve and to help. And you are just awesome. And I was so thankful that you reached out to me. Of course. And Don, I'd like to thank you for being my guest today on Rooted and Overflowing. Thank you very much for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed my conversation with Don. It is so amazing what God can do when we examine our ways with a repentant heart and invite God in to help us. Evil and darkness seems to be increasing by the minute. If you want to begin your walk with Christ and gain the assurance of heaven, there are two scriptures I'd like to share with you. John chapter 3 verses 16 through 17 says, For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world that he might condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. And Romans chapter 10, verse 9 says, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. After praying through these scriptures, you will find it helpful to connect with the local church leader to help you learn how to walk and grow with Jesus Christ and fellowship with people who have a healthy approach to their lives as Christians. This will help you to thrive in your walk with the Lord. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rooted and Overflowing. You can download and subscribe wherever you listen to great audio. Tell a friend about Rooted and Overflowing. And after a few episodes, I'd love for you to rate and review the show. Links mentioned in the program will be in the show notes. And you can also visit LetitiaEvans.com. That's Letitia, L-E-T-I-T-I-A, Evans.com. Until next time, grace and peace.